0: No, and, and you can't you can't blame anyone because I still remember on day one that's 35 years 36 years ago when uh, I was on the point of you know saying why wasn't this taught to me why wasn't this shown to me yeah the Lord said did you ask me yeah and that's exactly yeah. what you've been happening on I mean did you did you check yeah. with father God
1: yeah and uh, and you're right as in you can't really blame anyone it's not uh, it's not anyone's fault because uh, it, I mean it's just the way we were raised. As in, we didn't know any better but the thing is that uh everything we've been learning we teach as something that is more biblical and we've been going from a biblical background and teaching from a biblical background i mean by calling i was a teacher so i mean i'm teaching everything from the bible but no real reality in my life it was not real it was more like just messages I've been hearing from Andrew Omak, Joseph Prince that I've been nicely, happily uh, making note of and preaching as, you know, yeah, look at this, this is something new, this is nice. It's the rave and, you know, it's like this is a new teaching, all that stuff, but not not real. Not, and that's the, that's the majority of churchianity right now, as in good teaching. But uh, what we are called to actually share is experience, life experience, uh, our, our own life, our own experiences with Father God in heaven, because that is what the apostles preached, right? The, uh, Peter, James, John, Paul. These guys preached their life. They didn't preach from the Bible. There was no Bible, right? They didn't preach from any scripture that they knew. They preached from what they had experienced of Father God. And we are preaching from uh, their life. In other words, we are, t- are talking about Paul's life instead of talking about our own life. You know, I met uh, we I met someone today. One of one of our old church friends. Uh, you know, and uh, we were just talking about about how it is. You now they are in ministry and stuff, and I got a chance to share that. You know, it's like our life is supposed to be from uh, from from the way we live it, from our relationship, from heaven, and it's not really. You don't need to share anything. Also, you know, it's not not like some ministry. You don't need to follow some ministry and all that because ministry is something that you are supposed to live. It's not that you suddenly get into ministry and now you're, you know, you're doing ministry kind of thing and all that. It's good. I'm not saying it's bad you don't do it or anything of the sort, but ministry is supposed to be a lifestyle in terms of you're not going into ministry. You're not doing ministry as some, you know, some, some separate thing. Your life is a ministry itself. You speak of your experiences, people get motivated. you just served someone that's ministry, right? So we are called to just live as in just live enjoy life not really try to make it something that you do enjoy life that's the way it's supposed to be you know so yeah so i'm not saying no ministry don't do ministry i'm not saying do ministry you know you should what i am trying to say is that it's it's much more than that it's a lot it goes a lot deeper than just saying you know i'm ministry right so yeah so uh, I wanted to kick off with uh, if anyone has any questions uh, regarding everything that we've been talking about right from the start of the E.G. If anyone wants clarity about something that we've been discussing and you don't really you didn't really get it, maybe you didn't connect the dots or you know something uh, you m- must have heard differently or you didn't really catch quite what I was saying, or maybe you just have questions in general. Like, please feel free
0: just share any question that you have I asked something this morning uh, yeah. uh, you said you'll share more on uh, yeah
1: could you just uh, uh, repeat
0: that uh, it, it's you know Jesus said uh, you know uh, I go I go to the father and uh, where I am you also will be and you will see my glory etc and I, I go to prepare a place for you. And then you were mentioning that it is not mansions and it's not, you know, the way we, yeah. we, we figured it out. And then you said that, that you will share some more on, on that.
1: Yeah. So heaven is uh, heaven is not some geographical place that uh, we, we've come to believe. It's not some place that a person goes to. Like, for example, the way now, uh, when, when we when we look at biblical language, when we look at how things are written in the Bible, It is, the Bible speaks in a certain comprehensible language that we understand and we picture and we imagine as some sort of a spiritual geographical place because all we can see and identify with is geography, right? Locations. And uh, the, the thing is, the heaven is not a geographical location. It's not some physical location or some spiritual geography. It is actually a state of existence. And that state of existence manifests itself in our physical life which is this which is this physical realm that we are living in right so when we are looking and when we are talking about heaven heaven is like for example you when we when uh, i was sharing with you about the kingdom when you talk about the kingdom the kingdom as the way jesus described it is not some you know it's like when you come to heaven you will see streets of gold and you know you'll see you know the pearly gates and you will see you know it's so many cubits wide so many cubits high so many cubits uh, uh, long and so we imagine this sort of a you know very uh, cubical very glorious uh, place that looks like uh, that that looks like something physical we can imagine that as a physical place there are 12 gates uh, that that are that are like pearls and we think because okay fine we know what pearl looks like we know what you know a fortified city looks like we know what gold looks like so we put all these things together and we think this is what uh, the new jerusalem is this is what the city of god uh, looks like zion but god is not talking about some physical place that we are going to he's talking about a reality that is described in Uh, by symbolism by golden golden streets in other words the paving of gold you'll be walking in abundance uh, the the walls of the city the pearly gates you'll be able to go in and come out and thieves will be outside and all that kind of stuff but the city is prosperous so when we when he's talking about the the holy city jerusalem coming out of heaven and uh, you know coming uh, coming on the earth the new jerusalem he's not talking about some physical place that is, he's not talking about the new heavens and the new earth being a new heaven and a new earth. He's talking about heaven and earth coming together in a reality that is now heaven comes down to earth. In other words, let your will be done in heaven as it is uh, on earth as it is in heaven. So it's talking about heaven and earth becoming so one that you are living heaven on earth. Now that's how that's what it meant. So for example, uh, the my my father's house has many mansions. How can a house have mansions, right? A house is small, mansion is big. How can one house have many mansions? He's not talking about a house. He's talking about in the Father, your dwelling will be so abundant and so glorious, like you'll be in this rich state of abundance. You'll be in this rich state of being, you know? So he's not talking about physical mansions or physical houses. He's talking about the state in which we start living heaven on earth. We start living the abundant life of heaven, the kingdom where everything works on your behalf where the kingdom is at your disposal. You're talking about perfect health. You're talking about light. You're talking about glory. You're talking about peace. You're talking about prosperity. You're talking about victory. Every aspect of heaven is manifested in your life as you're living on the earth. Your physical life is going to be this way, right? Adam. Adam was designed to live in perfect abundance. He was designed to live in perfection, in in glory, right? So his life was supposed to be the state in which he was living from Eden. Eden was the garden of God, his heart, his passion. So his heart and passion was supposed to be reflected in the way Adam lived. In other words, Adam was supposed to be the heart of God, right? Manifested to creation. That's why he was living in Eden. So when Adam found that, you know, it's like, uh, wait a minute, you know, my conscience is kind of separated from God. God drove him out of the garden because his heart was not one with the father anymore. He had separated himself in his conscience from the father. So for him to be in that state of existence where, you know, he himself is separated would not be, it didn't conform to the garden experience that that God designed for him to live in because he was slipping further and further away from it. His consciousness was coming more down to earth than it was in that place called Eden. Eden means pleasure. It means delight. It means my passion towards you, right? And we see that, you know, in, uh, in the case of Genesis, uh, God met with Adam in the cool of the day, right? He, he met with him. He fellowshiped with him. That's the way it was designed to be. And that's the way Jesus has restored, what Jesus has restored for us, so we're called to live in that manifesting the heart of the father to creation now when it comes to living from heaven heaven like i said heaven is a state of existence in other words we are we are living in we are living heaven here on earth we are living the father's heart here on earth in other words we are the father to creation if you and i are called to be living the father then the, our life is supposed to be reflecting our mindset is supposed to be reflecting how the father lives, right? Can you imagine the father waking up in the morning and saying, wait a minute, you know, it's like, uh, what if things don't work out today? You know, Uh, what if, you know, what if the future is not bright? What if the government collapses? What if, you know, it's like uh, there's a pandemic? What if there's, you know, some uh, crisis, some weather, you know, some, some weather forecast that's not nice. What if there's a rainy day coming? Can you imagine Father God thinking like that, right? Okay, let's take it to Jesus. Can you imagine Jesus when he walked the earth thinking like that? It doesn't make sense, right? Jesus would never even have thought about that. Why? Because he was not living or he was not living down to earth. You know how you hear that saying, right? You know, you've got to be down to earth, you've got to be practical. Jesus was not living the practical life. Jesus had no concept of being logical or practical. He was living the complete heavenly life, right? I mean, imagine you know, if you need tax money, why would you go and fish? There's, 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 go get some money from the fish, right? Why would Jesus say, you know, it's like you feed, the you feed. Or it's like the these guys ran out of wine. Go get wine. Why should I do anything? There was nothing practical about what Jesus did. Everything he did was heaven to earth. In other words, he's manifesting his life to earth. In his own physical life was a a representation of how he lived in heaven. That's our life. That's how we are called to live. We are supposed to be living heaven on earth, right? So, I mean, that's that's the way we are supposed to start thinking right now. Our mindset is supposed to be: wait a minute, nothing can happen. My future is like it's perfect. I don't even have to think about what is going to happen, what is going to take place, and all because I know it's glorious, it's amazing. I'm living in the kingdom. I've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness. In other words, that conscience that was separating me from the Father, and into the kingdom of light, where there is no darkness. There is no form of decay. There's no death. There's no weakness. There's no lack. There is nothing that can hurt me, harm me, or bring me down in any way, shape, or form. Right? That's my life. Now, if we are looking at the world and we are thinking, you know, it's like, wait a minute, this is the world I'm living in. You are not of this world you and i are of the kingdom that's where that's the that's the reality we inhabit we are called to inhabit the father we are hidden with christ in god in other words we are we are in him there is no way the things of this world can affect us it is not possible there are some things that are possible there's some things that are impossible and no darkness can come into your life it is impossible right Unless you, the governor of your life, create that reality. In other words, you look at the world and you think, wait a minute, you know, it's like uh, I can go through some hardship because the, the economy doesn't look that great. You've just opened up a bad economy for your life because you believe it is possible. Right? You don't do that. You change your life. That's the way Jesus lived. He left no room for the earth, for the world to speak to him. That's how you and I are supposed to live. No room for the world to speak into our life. No room. In other words, you don't give in to anything. Well, what if this is the, what if this that happens? What if that happens? No room. You just settle for one reality. You are the kingdom of God. That's it. Right? That's it. So, yeah. Great. Any other questions? Anyone else has any uh, anything to share? Okay. So now I wanted to basically, uh, you know, it's like the, the whole idea of us saying, you know, that our life is supposed to be about a relationship. It is supposed to be about interaction, tangible interaction with Father God and Jesus, right? Now, why did God, why did Jesus say, I go to my father, but I send you another helper, why did he send us the Holy Spirit? For what? Because the Holy Spirit is our connection to the heavenly realms. The Holy Spirit gives us that ability to overcome this mindset of, you know, wait a minute, I cannot access heaven. I'm just a human being. No, we are not We are not human beings anymore. We are sons and we are in his image and likeness. We are, we are the father to creation. Now, if you've seen the father, if you've met Jesus... Then you have no problem, you have no trouble believing that you are exactly as he is no trouble whatsoever, because you are the father you are exactly as he is. Now there's the father there's you so i'm don't, don't confuse i'm not trying to say you are the father i'm saying you are the father to creation, in other words, the father wants you to be him. Because we are made in his image, in his likeness. He wants us to be him to creation. He wants us to live like him. He wants us to be the very image of him. And we are the image of him. It's just that day by day, as we spend more time, then we start seeing, wait a minute, this is who I am. I am so much like him. I am, I am exactly like him. This is. I, he's like, a, I'm an image of who he is. And you can only see an image of him if you meet him. Right? me telling you or anyone else telling you, you know this is how the father is this is what the father is like this you're hearing about all these things but you're hearing a person's some other person's image you're so you're looking at some other person's interpretation of the father in other words if a person is you know let's say for example a person has a childhood that is not that you know not that great he hasn't had a very great childhood He'll be seeing the father in a certain way, which is very different from a person who has a great childhood, right? They will not have; they will not see the father the same way. One person who didn't have a good childhood will be, you know, for that he'll have that longing for the father, like you know, I want to be fathered. and the father will father him. He will give him that love and attention and everything that he was lacking from when when he was uh, when he was uh, you know, growing up or the way he's been raised, but the person who had a great childhood, okay, he was fathered very well, he does not need that kind of attention, and that kind of affection that, you know, uh, that uh, that the other guy needed, so the father will not, uh, will not, uh, what do you say, he, he will not respond to him, he will not behave with him the same way that he would behave with this person, so for us to listen to one person, and uh, as opposed to the other person, and you know, kind of have this kind of uh, we, we receive this person's message and that person's message and we're thinking, wait a minute, this is who the father is or that is who the father is. It's not the same person we're looking at. It's not the same father. The father is the same, but the way this person would uh, would behave or, you know, would relate with the father is not the same as the way the other person would. So we are not supposed to go by how people have their relationship with Father God. We are supposed to have our own relationship with Father God because that is the way he wants it. That is the way we are designed. Right. Remember I was sharing about your fingerprint. It is unique. You'll never have the same fingerprint as anyone else in the same way. Your relationship with father God will be as unique and you know, it'll be, it'll be unique compared to anyone else. Never the same. So don't go by, you know, messages, preachings, teachings, and all that other people have. That's why I said right from the beginning, I'm not giving you any teaching or preaching or some sort of message. This is nothing. This is only to motivate you to go and find your own experience with Father God, to go and get your own relationship with Father God. You are not supposed to be obligated to anyone, right? The best part is even Father God does not expect you to be obligated to him in any way. He does not want that kind of a relationship, that, wait a minute, you know, I saved you. I gave you life. Now you have to live for me. He doesn't want that kind of a a lifestyle. The lifestyle that he wants is you are completely free. You are as free as I am. Now that I am free, I want you to experience the same freedom that I am living in today. I can create a reality for my own life. I can create a reality for myself that no one else will ever have on the face of the earth they will not have it in the future the billions of people that will come and the billions of people that have gone by will never have the same kind of uh, uh, a creative ability or the world or the lifestyle that you will have it's not possible because father god does not create duplicates he doesn't do that one person right And you are as unique to him as anyone else. So, for example, if a person wants, uh, when, when we read the Bible, we see Paul, we see Peter, James, John, and all that. Each one of them had their own personal traits, their unique traits and behavior and mannerisms. It was very unique, right? So you can't really say this person is right, that person is wrong. You can't say this person, this preacher is preaching this right, that preacher is not preaching right. You can't say that. That person is only sharing something that he's probably living that or he's heard someone else say that. So you can't really go by what people are saying. You go by what Father God has put on your heart. And that's why I'm saying it is so vital. It is vital that you have your own relationship with Father God because you cannot be living your life on the basis of someone else's faith. You can't live your life on the basis of how someone else has lived their life. It won't work for you. It will never work for you. Right? So when you see your life, okay, just close your eyes, okay, and, and just go with me, right? When you see your life, see yourself in heaven. Yeah, go back to that, that activation, that experience that we had where you are elevated above the, above the clouds. Right? You're elevated above the clouds, there's nothing but glorious light. That atmosphere itself is Father God. You are in Him. That light is so powerful, so brilliant, so glorious, so amazing. It is penetrating your very being. The core of your being is saturated with that glorious light. Every cell of your body is exposed and it is glowing as bright as that light. You are in the Father, the Father is in you. You are glowing with his light. You are his light. Now while you're still there, okay, in that same state of existence, you start seeing the life that you're living right now. Bring your business into that light. See yourself in your business, see your business, see yourself doing business in that, in that glorious light, in that glorious state of existence. Look at clients coming into that light because that light is abundance. It is prosperity. Look at people who are who required to work on your behalf, who who required to be influenced in your favor. Look at them come into that light, your workplace. If you're going to your workplace, your school or wherever it is, that school has come into the light and it is now being saturated by the light that is in you. The light that is in father god it has come into your light people who require to be influenced in your favor start getting touched their their circumstances change in a way where your light is now changing their circumstances so that your circumstances become glorious It works in your favor. They get prosperous. They get abundance so that you can receive that abundance. They are blessed because of you. Your light is changing their reality. Simply because you are connected to them in some way, shape or form. You are in their life, so they are blessed. Because you are in the light, you are in Father God, and they are connected to you. They are in your sphere of influence. This is this is pure, abundant, glorious light. In this light, no darkness can ever come. There are no negative options, there are no plan B's, there are no options that you don't need If this works, if this does not work, then maybe I have something else to fall back on. That fallback thing does not exist here. There's no concept of such a reality because everything that is in your life is perfect. The opportunities that you get are a hundred percent. You never have to think, what if this does not work out? There's no such thing in that glory and that light. That light is perfection. You are perfection. You are light. You are absolutely perfect. There is no way that you can be in that state of existence as the father is and have anything negative happening in your life. It's not possible. There's no such reality. Darkness cannot come into this light. There is no way for darkness in there. You are light. Nobody can try to do anything in that reality because there are no opportunities for anything negative to happen to you. You can't lose anything in this light. You can't you can't, you can't lose anything, you can't lack anything. There's no way something can be taken away from you. What's yours cannot escape you. What's yours? has to come to you one way or the other and it and it will come to you You you're in the light amen take that reality and make it real as in you don't shake from that reality at all because that that's, that's life that is the life that was designed for us you can't have another reality because you can't come into the kingdom of light god didn't take us out of the kingdom of darkness and bring us into the kingdom of light for us to experience darkness or any other any other thing right it's, it does not work like that the only thing that works is that we are in the light we are in the life you and i are life that's how we, it that's how things are designed that's how the father has designed things right? He is everything. Nothing exists outside of the Father. Nothing. In Him, everything finds their physical form. The fabric of creation is the Father Himself. So when you look at the earth, the earth is a manifestation of the Father. Creation is a manifestation of the Father in physical form. And God created a governor over creation, who's you and I, So we can tell creation as the father what it should be doing for for us. There's no way creation can do anything else. It will only work for you and me. It's the way things are. It's the way things function. As a creator, as a co-creator with your father, nothing can happen outside of what you desire things to be. Right? So, I mean take this reality as in don't everyday you wake up now you look at yourself and you say wait a minute you know i'm don't look into the mirror and say wait a minute this is me that's not you that is who you think you are today right that is not you the being this is who you are now but this is changing and this will keep changing the more you start changing your mind about who you are right I was sharing with you earlier about you know it's like you see yourself as in the prime of youth because that's who you are you're supposed to be in the prime of youth you are you are a son of god how can i be a son of god you know be old or decaying it's not possible it's like saying father god is old you know is he has a long beard He's like old man sitting on the throne in heaven and all that's the picture that hollywood bollywood and all the woods have created for us and they show god as this old guy who's like wise and smart and you know it's like because he's come through the ages the ancient of days And that's the picture we have in our mind, that he's old. He's not old at all. He is life. He is the epitome of youth. Right? That's who you and I are. So, I mean, you don't see yourself any different. You don't see yourself according to some number. There are no numbers over here. Heaven does not have something called age. That's how you and I are. There is no such thing as age. So when you see yourself from now on, don't look at yourself as wait a minute. You know I'm uh, I am 50 years old. I'm 40 years old, 30, 60, whatever it is. You know that number that you're holding on to. Let that number go. From now on, you are you are 24 years old, and you see yourself as 24 years old. It doesn't matter what you look at in the mirror. You look at yourself and prime of youth. That's who I am. Prime of youth. Yeah. It will change. Your body starts catching up to who you know that you are your life starts catching up to who you believe you are because you start changing realities around you based on who you know you are, right? That's how heaven starts manifesting through you. Like I said, right? It says you are an everlasting door and a gate. In other words, nothing can happen in your life except through you because you are a gateway. What you believe can only happen to you according to what you believe. So nothing can just jump you and say, how did did this happen to me? I don't know how this problem took place in my life. I don't know how I'm not thinking. It doesn't work like that. It only happens because you're thinking like that. Maybe you're not actively in in, in the forefront of your mind, but somewhere down the line, only you can authorize something to happen in your life. Subconsciously, unconsciously, somewhere in the background, you are basically authorized. But it is not possible any other way. So in the same way, instead of thinking about how this happened you think you know, what think about what should happen change your reality according to what you want to see happen rather than what shouldn't happen right because we don't look at you know it's like there are so many ways things that uh, we have been i have been taught in you know uh, in in theology in Christianity where where things are like you have to know what the devil is doing You have to know how the devil operates and how he does things and all you should know, you should be aware of it because the Bible says we are not ignorant of the devil's devices. You're not even we the the problem is that people are not even aware of what God does. They're more aware of the devil and what he does than they are aware of what God and does and who he is. There is more knowledge about the enemy than there is about the glory and the life and, and the father. You do not need to know about the enemy. He is non-existent in your world. The devil does not exist in the kingdom of light. That's why God transferred us out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light. He did that so that we never have to think about what is in the kingdom of darkness, what plan, what thing is happening behind the scenes and all that. Who cares? It can't come into the light. So you don't have to be even try to be aware of what is happening and taking place in that. Forget about it there is no form of decay death or negativity in your reality so give it up right from now on it's more it's all about i know who i am the father is who i am jesus has demonstrated the father for me that's who i am meet the father right i was sharing with you about you know how you can basically use your imagination now I don't know whether you've actually been doing this, but the whole key of the, the EG is to get you to a place where now at least you start, kickstart that imagination and, and spend time in the morning, spend time whenever you can, seeing yourself in heaven, start seeing yourself in the kingdom, start seeing yourself, take the Bible, go through all the, uh, you know, the, the parables, go through the experiences that uh, that Ezekiel or Daniel or Jeremiah had where they saw visions, Right. Try to, try to revisit their visions through your imagination. What'll, what that will do is basically kickstart this process of, of you seeing spiritual things, getting you sensitive to the spiritual realm. And before long, you'll start seeing things in the heavenly realms that you, couldn't, you could not have made up because now you've become sensitive to a reality that your senses, your physical senses, have no control over they have no influence over, they have no impact on, right? You start seeing things in the heavenly realm. So start imagining. Imagine yourself in heaven. Now, you just did an exercise where you saw yourself elevated above the clouds. you saw yourself in light, you saw the light permeating your business, permeating the rooms of your house, your body was saturated in light, you saw that, right? That's imagination. Now, if you take it one step further, Every day you take it one step further. Take it one step further. Go further and deeper and deeper and deeper. And the deeper you go, you will find that things start changing in your life where you start inhabiting. You're not called to visit. We are not called to visit heaven. We are called to inhabit it. Inhabit heaven, right? Because heaven is not some place that we are called to go in and come out and you know and then get busy with our daily uh, chores and daily work and all that and then you know whenever we are free we go back to heaven again get goosebumps and everything and come back and then you know suffer in the world no we're not called to do that we are called to live in heaven and everything in our physical life starts falling in place as a result of us living there recently we landed one big uh, project simply because Okay. There was a connection made. Somebody got one big uh, project and that big project landed us because that person got a big project. We got a big project. So for us, it was more like because there's a connection made, that person was waiting and we got this project. So I mean, everything works out for us. Everything will work out for you. You never have to think how will it happen, what will happen, which way it happens. It works for you. You don't have to worry about how. It just works for you. You're like a magnet for good things. Right? You're not a magnet for bad things. Right? You can't be a son of God. You can't be light and attract darkness. It doesn't work like that. Light dispels darkness. doesn't attract darkness. It dispels darkness. Right? So as far as you're concerned, there is no way... That you cannot be living in fullness of health, perfect health, abundance of life, above, above problems and troubles and all that. You have no trouble in your life. Don't think that there is a possibility. That what if this happens? That what if should, I mean, you should just go. You don't even have to think about what if. There's so much glory. You're living in so much abundance. There is no what if. There is no plan B. There is no fallback options, nothing. It does not exist in your reality. It's just perfection all the way. Amen. Amen. So I just wanted to share, kickstart this journey of your imagination. Take it and then you will start, instead of of just imagination, you will be living in that reality. You will be inhabiting the kingdom, right? Jesus told Nicodemus, it says, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless you are born of water and spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. In other words, now that you and I are born of water, in other words, what God said and his spirit, we have now entered the kingdom of God, right? We're not visiting. We have entered and we are here to stay. Eternal life. For God so loved the world, he sent Jesus so that we should not perish, we shouldn't die, but have eternal life, right? John 6, Jesus said that he who believes in me has eternal life not going to have eternal life not a future thing yeah it's not going to happen in the future it's now the moment you came into jesus the moment you came into the spirit you are in eternal life now right the beauty of eternal life is that it is not something that you need to think about or conceptualize or try to you know it's like make happen you are in it it just works out through you it can't come from the outside in it comes from the inside out In other words, you make it happen just by knowing where you are, right? If you go to a bank, when you visit the bank, you need to withdraw cash. You don't go to a bank and wonder, how am I going to withdraw cash? How am I going to? It's very straightforward. I mean, you just go to the counter and you withdraw your cash. Oh, I hope they have money. I hope there's, you know, I hope there's no shortage of funds. You go to a bank for money. You're already there. In the kingdom, you're not thinking, how's it going to happen? It's just the way it is. Amen. Awesome. So keep spending a lot of time inhabiting the kingdom. Keep spending a lot of time, you know, uh, building yourself up in this reality that the kingdom is for you. The kingdom is working on your behalf. There is no other reality except perfection, right? So keep imagining, keep seeing. Every day, I mean, I would really encourage you, right? Every day. Wherever you are, it does not matter. You don't, it doesn't need to be, you know, in the morning you wake up and, you know, you spend time with, uh, you know, trying to imagine stars. spend time with Father God. You don't have to do that. Any time of the day, you just see yourself in the kingdom. You see yourself in light. You will start seeing things happening in your workplace, in your school or wherever you are. You will start seeing things just, you know, like falling in place. All working for you. Because the kingdom functions like that. Amazing. Any questions?
2: Kurt, I have a question. Beena here.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, All this while, uh, just I think until I'm deviating from the topic. uh, We said we'll rise above the problems and the health and even the prosperity which you mentioned. Touching on that, uh, when uh, when we were like when we are growing as a family, so you know with us as a nuclear family growing, so most of them. I mean, I heard a lot of my relatives and very close family friends say no, because Satan is working too much in them. So they're growing, you know, the prospered because they are not believers or they're not Christian, Christian as per. even the church. I think a couple of times the pastors also mention in the church, like, you know, uh, the rich people are led by the, you know, Satan works more in their, in their lives. So they get more richer and richer. So, uh, as we grow, like, on basis, you know, even if you buy one new house also. So, people say, like, you know, because they must be doing something, something in the dark, that's why they're prospering. So, what would you say based on, you know, on this topic? What would you say on this? What is your take?
1: I, I say, who cares? I mean, why should I be concerned about what they're doing? Let them do whatever they're doing. My life has nothing to do with their life. As in, they're prospering, they have uh, Satan, darkness, they are doing things however they're doing. I mean, what have I got to do with it? As far as I'm concerned, my life with the Father is my life with the Father. That's it. So, live your life. That's... See, I, as far as I'm concerned, whether people are functioning in, uh, in in darkness or functioning in a negative way, or they're robbing or they're stealing and they become rich through various means or whatever they are, that's their business. How should it? How will? why should it affect my life in any way? I'm living my life. I'm enjoying my life. I'm living in freedom. That's the focus. The focus is your relationship with God has nothing to do with anyone else and how they live. So, I mean, let them be. Leave them alone. Let them do whatever they're doing. That's their business. If they want to see change, if they want to see this, then let them approach you and then you help them out. But as far as they're concerned, it has nothing to do with you. Right, another person's life has nothing to do with me unless they need something that I have that I can share my life to them. Right. So yeah. Cool.
3: Well, thank you. Yeah. So, this is Hi. Hey, Bersad. Hi. Hi how are you? Good. Good God, thanks. So I think I mentioned to you last time that I would like to share something, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Last
1: please, please yeah. share.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So last week, uh, you know, when you actually mentioned that today would be the last EG and we need to actually start growing, uh, you know, in the way that we see ourselves, right? Yes. Um, I was a little disappointed to be very honest. And then I was, uh, you know, thinking, what would happen now, you know, those motivating words, those, those you know, things that keep, um, you need somebody to, you know, keep talking to you at at a point in time right so then i just kind of thought oh god at least you would speak to me right so <laughs> because that's what kurt said that you know some way or the other god would speak to you and you just need to be aware about it you know that's all you need to think about when you're um you know doing things in life and that night i just kind of was just browsing through my phone um, nothing at all absolutely nothing at all and uh, At two, three, four instances, I came across just this one, um, you know, message. And it was so, so strong. And I've actually put it up in my WhatsApp also. I mean, and I just keep repeating it. Uh, So it just read, you know, I truly trust myself to create the abundance of life that I deserve. You know, and it was all about, it kept telling me it is only about you. It is only about you. If your life has to be abundant, it is about you. You know, it is about your mind. It is about how you deal with it, how you let go of things. And day in and day out, I've been just repeating this particular, um, you know, sentence. And it's just giving me so much peace now. I, I just can't tell you. So it just happened. I, I had not imagined, you know, any website or I don't even know where it was. It, it was just like right in the face a sentence that came about and it's just there for me. So, and I've just been practicing that, thinking about it, that no, it all starts with me, right? So no matter what goes wrong around me, said, no, this is not the life for me. So I will not think about it. I will just move on. Whatever happens. Okay, big deal. Move on. You know, or let go. And I am actually seeing things kind of settling down around me slowly and steadily, but I can see that movement so I'm really happy in fact I I did get some uh, an infection as well Uh, but I'm you know I'm like no I can't fall sick this will go this will go it's not me it won't happen you know it'll go by itself I will not go and get it checked or whatever so I've just been kind of ignoring it and just thinking no it will go by itself I don't have to take any action on it yeah so I'm it's it's slowly easing out
1: yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, Barsan. uh, the thing, and you said very rightly, right? sorry, I'm
3: I think uh, surely it will make a difference as yeah. long as you know we we are at it constantly and we make the difference of the way we yeah. think. So, yeah, so I'm glad you know at least I will make a start now because otherwise, you know, it's always that somebody needs to come or keep telling you so. <laughs> that dependence should probably be limited so i see your point last time when you said you know (laughs) probably this is one of the last meetings so does not uh, the connect ends there but yeah at least it will get us going to start thinking and believing what we should start
1: yeah yeah and and like you said right and i just want to kind of like elaborate on that and that's a good thing uh everything that you and i need okay is already there in us it's like we've already been designed to be complete in ourselves, right? There is no dependence on the outside for us. God never designed us to be dependent on from the outside in. In fact, he made everything outside dependent on us. So for us to expect things to happen the other way is actually kind of like, uh, it's more like the cart before the horse. It's more like, you know, uh, your identity, you're making your identity dependent on externals instead you God has put everything in you so that the world around you gets influenced by who you are rather than the other way around yes your life is not yeah. a product of what is happening around you it is a product of what is happening and who in you and who you are yeah. and I remember this right? also Kurt you had once mentioned
3: um, you know that wherever you are or wherever you are at a particular point in time it's it's God who's put you there right for certain reasons so yeah just move on you yes. know just just take it and move on yes. so i i kind of you know keep thinking about that as well so whatever is happening or stuff thing there's a reason why the, or there's a reason or an objective why i'm there right. to probably um you know better deal with it deal with it so, an inner- so to just, able
1: to- sorry just i'm uh, sorry i'm just uh, kind of cutting you because it's a good point uh you are there definitely for because it's like you're supposed to be there 100 right and the reason you are there you are there because father god wants to be there he wants okay. to be there through you right yeah it's not to say that what is happening to a person okay a person does not have to go through what they're going through as in to teach them something like for example we are parents, right? I would not want anything to happen to my boys, to my kids, okay, in order for them to learn through something negative or adverse happening to them. I wouldn't be a good parent if I say, you know, let the fire burn my son. Then he'll know how hot fire is. What kind of a father would I be? That's very sadistic, right? So in the same way, I now people learn from experiences 100%. People learn from uh, adverse situations, 100%. But that is not the way Father God designed for us to learn. He didn't design, he didn't, didn't, you know, it's like uh, he didn't choose or he didn't make that way for us to learn through circumstances, right? He chose for us to learn through the spirit and through identity, through who we are. In other words, you already have everything, you and I, okay? We already have everything inside of us to make the best decisions, to, make the per- to, to bring about perfect solutions and to live in abundance. That's already in us. So we don't have to learn from the outside in. We don't have to have circumstances teach us anything. The way of the world is that uh, you have to go through something in order to become better. Right? The way of heaven is that everything is in you. You are the best you can be. Now change the world around you. So we have the Holy Spirit in us. Okay, I'm not saying we don't learn in school and we don't learn noise. I'm not saying that. Everything that you and I learn, are simply we are simply learning the mechanics of the physical world. But you and I can change the mechanics of the physical world because everything that needs to be changed is already within us. For example, the way the world functions okay, can change the way the things operate around you. Maybe your business, your workplace or whatever it is that can change. The function of it can change just by you being who you are in that place. It's a guarantee. It is the way things work. A system can change just by you being there, just by you knowing who you are in that place. The system can change. If you don't like the way the system is in a certain place, you can change it just by being there and saying, no, this will conform to me rather than I'm going to conform to the way the system, if, I'm talking about if, if the system is flawed. Okay. I'm talking about the system is not working in your favor or it's not working well for anyone. And it is, you know, causing a negative uh, kind of a vibe. You can change the situation. I mean, if the system is working fine and it works in favor of everyone, then why would you want to change? It? Right. I'm talking about if the system is not working in your favor or for any other person, you can change it just by being who you are in that place. That's what the father, that's what the father does. he, he is the change in that place through you and me. Right? Yes. Amen, God. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Thanks for sharing that, Brasad. Anyone else has anything to share?
0: Anyone? Anything? Any no, questions? Kurt, you know, Kurt, when we, yeah. when we did the activation, yeah. I was so thrilled because what flashed into my mind was all the situations which uh, I'm facing, and I just saw two or three things which are so, so wonderful. One is that, uh, you know, you, you even mentioned that I, I've always said to myself, and I think I've shared this with you also, uh, that, uh, you know, I would want the other person to be blessed also, even though, you know, I have a problem with him. And you, you just showed that, you know, Father God will bless that guy also, and, and he, because that, that guy is also a son. Uh, even though he may may have not come to the Lord or whatever that is, the second thing was you also mentioned uh, while we were doing that uh, the thing. I I realized that uh, we don't need to spend that you know that special time in the morning with the Lord. Uh, that uh, I can do it just any time during the day, like I was doing it today. And also, it's not only when I have having a problem, but <laughs> like all throughout. Because if I'm if I'm doing it only when I have a problem, it's like I'm visiting heaven. I'm, I'm visiting and not uh, coming. Then the other thing which you said, we are, you, you know, we are hidden with Christ and God. There are no problems. I still remember you saying it two years ago or three years ago and Kari saying, but there's a problem right in front of you. <laughs> what, what do you think of that? You know, when you think that you have a problem, is you are asking for that problem to be to be there. But I've noticed by practicality that when I'm thinking the opposite, that problem is just seems to disappear. And I I found that the, the most important clue was that I'm trying to find out how God will do it. And I, that's, that, that's, not, that's not my business at all. God has umpteen, umpteen ways on, in which to show it. The last thing I wanted to share was you mentioned about we are complete in him. We are complete in all that we have. Our life is complete. We've been singing this song for 35 years. Complete, complete, complete in him. I am complete in him the fullness of the Godhead dwells bodily in my Lord and I am complete in him and we never knew the meaning of it. I mean, it's like when the fullness of the Godhead is is there in Jesus and I am complete in Jesus, naturally everything has to complete. It's really amazing.
1: So it's a good point because what you mentioned was that, uh, you know, it's like the fullness of the Godhead. So the Godhead has now changed. Okay. The Godhead is not Father, Son, Holy Spirit anymore. it is Father, Son, Holy Spirit and you Me, Amen. so it's like this Godhead has now manifested in physical form, that's you in that, in, in the world that's you in creation so now the Godhead has now come in the form of Cyril in the form of Shirley, Lisa that's the Godhead right there existing as one, manifesting and changing everything around them, so your life is the entire Godhead working in that place people start getting influenced by just you being there you know so now also one more thing was that you know it's like people start getting touched by you now it's not as if they will automatically get regardless of what they believe you know it's like they are just going to get blessed just because you are in their life no a lot of people they will go through things they will make sure things happen in their life one way or the other they like for example you, they'll try to get it done without even believing something because that's the way they function but it works out for you simply because you are manif- you are manifesting that abundance through you So, because there's a connection taking place, they may be doing whatever they are doing. They may get whatever they get in order to pass it on to you. Right? In your world, unless your world is complete, you can't complete anything else taking place in creation. You need to be free in order for creation to experience that freedom. If you are in bondage, creation is in bondage. And when I say creation, I'm talking about your your realm of influence you know the world around you your home your finances your the people who you who work for you the people who work with you the people who are you know connected to you in any way shape or form they all get influenced by your world so there's always that influence right and it happens only through you just you can you can just be there you don't even have to say anything just by you being there something is changing just by you being there, a person's mindset, the way it is, I mean, think about it. It's like, let's say, for example, you're sitting with a group of people, okay? Now, you just being in that group has already created some sort of a vibe. Because people, are, how, how do people think? What is this guy thinking? What is the, that guy thinking? How is the, what is the, What kind of a reaction should I give? There's always this thought process happening in the group one one person to another person how should i speak what kind of a response will i get there's, there's that those vibes that frequency is always causing some sort of a movement in that group right in the same way the your reality changes the atmosphere of the people in your realm of influence because people are always being influenced one way or the other by your temperament by your belief system by the frequency that you are emitting emanating from your being so when people know who you are whether they know it or not they are influenced by by your being some way or the other right if you are kind of like trying to make yourself known in a certain way then it's more like the the vibe that you're giving is more of self-effort is more of, you know, I'm trying to make things happen, which may not may or may not have a positive effect, which may or may not have something that will work out for you. You don't know. But if you know that heaven is working on your behalf, you won't even have to react or cause your, try to make yourself, you know, visible or make yourself prominent or you don't have to do anything. You just have to be there. Just being there changes the atmosphere around you. Just being in a person's life changes the way a person thinks about you, changes the way a person behaves towards you or whatever, you know? You just being in a person's life can change a person's reality and you will not have to do anything. As long as you know heaven is working for you because you are an inhabitant of heaven. The heaven is the father. The father is eternal life. The father is eternity You are in heaven. You inhabit eternity. You are the father. You are eternity. You are everything. The moment you see yourself that way, everything changes around you. Amen.
4: Amen, Kurt. I'd like to just share one incident now that you have uh, what you were just talking about. Uh, You know, uh, uh, I had a client for a rental flat, uh, and uh, we need to, uh, you know, introduce. Uh, uh, we need to introduce them to the uh, facility management, and uh, this was uh, the deal was going through from another channel partner, and uh, this person was in urgency of taking the plant because he had to shift early. So we uh, uh, we told him that you uh, do this introduction to them uh to the man so the channel partner said that i uh, we reached there and uh, the channel partner said uh, you know uh, sunny today it's not possible i spoke to the senior of the uh, facility management and everybody, everybody they said today it is not possible uh, they are very busy today and it will not be possible we'll have to keep it tomorrow so i like you said you know just by being there i just that's why i'm just sharing this uh, thing with you I said can we go once again and uh, just you know let us let us just try once again he said can't you believe me I have spoken to the most senior person and everything and they said no it's not possible so uh, I said just just for a moment we'll just go uh, so you know them I said I don't need to know anything or know anybody I just want to be there with you you need to do the talking And uh, he said, okay. Then we went there, and I just stood in front. Like you said, nothing. I I didn't speak anything, nor did I, you know, say, nothing like that. I just stood there, and that person spoke on my behalf, saying that, uh, hey, bro, you just said that it is not possible. He wants to uh, hear it from you. Can you just explain to him that it's not possible today? That guy paused. He looked at me. And he said, uh, "Okay, do one thing. Can you can you come at three o'clock? We'll get it done." That's all. I just stood there, and he just changed his statement. You know, he just, oh, "Okay, you do one thing. You get them at three o'clock. We'll get it done." So uh, coming out, this person is like, "What did you do?" I said, "I didn't do anything. It's it's just the light." <laughs> so being there, like you said you know, just changes the situation. You know, just, you don't have to do anything that life just puts forth and, you know, carries and change the atmosphere altogether. So uh, I have been experiencing this. I mean, I, Charlotte, have been experiencing this every day, Kurt. And, uh, you know, thank you so much. You have brought that, I I, I don't know how to say, but, you know, really, we, we, we just love you, Kurt. And uh, Carrie and the family, you have brought that light in our, you know, just yes. living from Father God's abundance. Thank you so much, Kurt. God bless.
1: Thanks, guys. So, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the word. And, and you're right. I mean, it's like you just need to be there. Know who you are. If you know who you are, that's it. If you know, if you know what's happening with you and where you're from... You know that heaven is working on your behalf. You don't have to lift a finger. You just need to be there. Right? There's no struggle. There's no strife. There's no, you know, kind of like convincing or there's no... It does, it, heaven does not have all these kind of things. Right? The earth has these kind of things. The The world has these kind of things. The, heaven, the heavens, the Father, in the Father, you do not have to try to convince anyone. All you need to do is just be who you are. That's it jesus never had to convince or debate or you know theologize uh people you never had to say no no wait you know it's like let me bring out my bible and i will teach you something this is what the bible says this is what you know the... no convincing this is this is the truth you want it you receive it it'll change your life that's about it that's who we are right okay anyone else has anything to share or any questions okay so i want to thank each and every one of you for being a part of the eternity group i really appreciate that you know you you took three months out of your schedule to be here and to just be a part of the group and uh, i just want to say that you know it's like uh, journeying with you has been amazing uh, i really want to encourage you that you know you should just just keep this going it is just to kickstart you the reason why i took uh, topics that were like, you know, supposed to shake you off your foundation, shake you off that comfortable stool that, uh, you know, we've been sitting on for so long. A lot of us have been, have come from a church background and been, we've been sitting comfortable in this place. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I, uh, you know, I know this and I know that and all that. And a lot of what we thought we knew were, were sound was actually something that was throwing us off was kind of like keeping us from the inheritance that we were supposed to receive, keeping us away from the truth that was actually supposed to set us free. So the, the EG was designed, or rather I, I, my intention was to basically shake your foundation so that you start in a place of confusion. And it's not a bad thing. When you, when you start in a place of confusion, you don't have anything to fall back on, which means that you only have to move forward. And when you move forward without having to look back at something that you thought you knew was correct or not, or you thought you knew was good, then you look forward to, okay, fine. I have nothing else to look for. You know, I have nothing else behind me. Now, Father God, I need you to show me the way I need you to show me who you are, because if we are relying on something that we thought was stable, right? Then it's like, okay, fine. It's comfortable. We'll see what happens. But the moment you get rattled and your foundations start getting shaken, then you have no one else to depend on except Father God to show you the best way to go forward. Right. And so if you're in a confused place, then it's the best place to be. Yeah. Because there's only one way now and that's forward, Yes. And if, if that happened, then I'm successful. If it didn't happen, then it's going to happen pretty soon because there are things that will start taking place in your life, which will make you question everything that you knew. Right. Uh, Continue with the imagination, right? Keep going with your imagination. Keep exploring uh things that you that your senses have nothing to uh, offer, and you will start seeing heaven pretty soon. You'll start experiencing Father God pretty soon. You'll start seeing things in heaven that you never that your mind could not make up. You couldn't couldn't conjure or, you know, it's like concoct. It is just something that will happen for you, right? But the key is move forward. Yeah, keep moving forward. Gul, cool. thanks so much for joining the EG and uh, I had a blast and I'm pretty sure I, I hope you had a blast too right uh, awesome, so we'll see you guys soon, if there's anything that uh, comes up I will let you know yeah,
3: thank you Kurt and thanks for the recording Battle Keepers going as
4: well
3: and, and,
1: <laughs> yeah <And> then, uh, <laughs> thank thanks Kurt yeah,
2: thank you so much Kurt
0: thank on... you so much Kurt hey? thank you Kurt you're welcome. Thank you, sir. Hey, I'm, I'm on I'm on the fourth and the up to the eighth recording, and I still haven't got the whole picture. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep going over it again and again. <laughs>
1: Please keep going back to the recordings, so at least you keep uh, following that flow. Yeah. yeah because uh, the recordings for some time will be I'll keep the recordings for some time. Not I mean it's not perpetual, so that you're not dependent on even the recordings. Yeah. But the thing is, go back to it and keep revisiting. So at least that, that flow of thought is kind of like there, right? And yeah, okay, cool. Yes, thank and you so much. Bye, thank
2: thank you, much. you. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you. Thank you, Kurt. Most welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: We look forward to the next one. Uh, <laughs> bye. Thank
1: you.